thanks and goodwill to all men. It's time to shine, 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 shine. Welcome to this episode of Pause with the Pastors. I'm Tammy Jackson, the senior pastor here at Anniston First United Methodist Church. I'm here with Kyle Bryan, one of our associate pastors. This is a time where we pause and talk about yesterday's sermon, see if there are more we wanted to add, things that have come up from the sermon or questions or comments that we experienced. Yesterday in the sermon, we talked a little bit about the Wesleyan quadrilateral as a way we use our minds in relation to our faith as far as interpreting scripture. The Wesleyan quadrilateral is the way that Methodists approach theology, the way we think and talk about God. And the four parts of the Wesleyan quadrilateral are scripture, tradition, reason, and experience. So how do we how do we go about applying this? How do we, you know, if we're as individuals, how do we use it? But then maybe as a community of faith, how do we use it as well? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things is to all the parts are not necessarily equal. It's not an equal sided cube, but there are the four parts to it. So quadrilateral refers to, to the number four rather than the size of each of those. And the truth is that many of those can be wrong. Tradition can be wrong. We can change our mind about what the church has said and how the church has interpreted something. Which we've done. Which we have on a number of occasions. Slavery, women, (laughs) Mm -hmm. lots of things. But we always start by saying, what have Christians before us heard the Holy Spirit saying? Then we apply our own personal experience, and we have to remember that sometimes our personal experience cannot be extrapolated to everyone, to a universal experience. Um, I think in particular of people who have difficulty referring to God as Father because they've had um, a horrible father or an absent father or just don't have a context for that. Um and then reason, just because we're trying to think about something clearly doesn't mean we have always always arrived at the correct interpretation of that. That's why we do theology together <laughs> as a community mm-hmm. and why we con- the the further I get in my faith journey, the more loosely I hold all of my convictions and this idea that I am absolutely right that mm-hmm. I have found the truth. There's like this humility that comes with saying, I could be wrong. Other Christians have been wrong. Mm-hmm. I have been wrong. <laughs> Am I truly open to hearing what God is saying to me? Yeah. And and one of the things that struck me yesterday when you were talking that I think is helpful for us to tease out in particular, because we do lift up Scripture as sort of the primary mm-hmm. source, is remembering, and you could, I think you could add to this mm-hmm. as well, but remembering that... Scripture is revelatory, mm-hmm. but the fullest revelation of God is not Scripture. The fullest revelation mm-hmm. of God is Jesus Christ, That's who right. is the Word made flesh. So everything that we as Methodists read about Scripture has to be through the lens mm-hmm. of Jesus, who is the Christ. I believe there are examples and stories that are captured for us and present in the Bible that are there for us to learn from. All Scripture is inspired, and it is mm-hmm. there to teach us and help us. But not all of it is there to teach us as an example we should follow and we should emulate. 
some of the things we read about we absolutely should not do. <laughs> like some final chapters in the book of Judges, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some rules. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting people should try stoning disobedient children or... You I don't know. think it's going to go well for anybody. Mm-mm. DHR is going to come knocking on That's your door. That's right. So what you're saying is is that though our primary experience of God can come through Scripture, not everything is prescriptive, mm-hmm. and we're not literalists. That's true. Not everything should be taken literally. We have to think about the context and even the type of literature. We know instinctively that when the poet says, it pierced my heart, we're not talking about a literal piercing. We're talking about the emotional feeling of being pierced. We have poetry in the Bible. We have um, narratives that are history. We also have hyperbole in there. Like if your eye causes you to sin, you mm-hmm. should gouge it out. That, mm-hmm. that was Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to advocate you try that one mm-hmm, this week mm-hmm. either. So it's important for us to correctly use all of these elements. There are some Christians who say, they don't use any of those other things. They don't have tradition. They don't involve reason. Your experience doesn't matter. It's faith, not experience. I have always felt like that's a little bit disingenuous because we always bring something to Scripture with us. If we're involved in a church, our church has a history, both as a local congregation and as a denomination. You are interpreting Scripture in some way because of your experience, your reason, and your tradition of church, we do not come to Scripture or to God in a vacuum. Our goal is always to connect you with God in worship, and we hope that you experience that when you worship with us, either in person or online. The Wesleyan Quadrilateral is a little bit of a complicated piece for some of us as we talk about, but we continue to wrestle with it, and we hope this has helped in your journey. We appreciate you being with us. Light of mine.